0: Your workout for today is mono benchmark one for time 1000 meter row 2000 meter bike 300 double unders it's a lot of fitness a lot of fitness yeah
1: what? that's a good way of putting it yeah. what's mono
0: monostructural it basically means a single energy system is being used not multiple which basically means it's usually refers to just cardio yeah. so cardiovascular fitness um so it's our ability to really just move blood around the body efficiently so that we can keep the energy supplied to the muscles so we can keep working. Uh, so it's not meant to get very localized, like one yeah. muscle starts to burn and give up. The whole system has to just keep working.
1: And why do you want to test this one?
0: Uh, look, I think when most people think of fitness, it's the first thing that comes to mind. So yeah. Who's the fittest human? People, some, might, some people might say the fastest marathoner yeah. or something like that, you know? So uh, our ability to just get it, get it at that cyclical, steady pace and just stay there. keep going. I think we going. all know that, just being able to work, 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 work is a big part of being fit yeah plus I mean like with our goals we have to think cardiovascular health is such a giant component of health um, it's a giant component of our longevity so uh, having this as one of the central tests means that we know that we're always preparing for this type of a workout to improve it so therefore we're looking after cardiovascular health yeah. in the long term so it's that, it's that important piece of fitness
1: Fitter people are just generally more useful as well, aren't they? Like you can be strong, but unfit, and you're only useful for... Yeah, you're strong, you're very useful for a while. <laughs> yeah, 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 but the fit people are useful for, for, f- for ages. ages. Yeah, exactly. Um, thinking about this one, how do, you, like, how do you approach this? I can't remember doing this the last time, but I have a score.
0: Right. It's, it's a real pacing test. Yeah. I think if you're going to improve this over time, there's a few different ways to do it. One of them, the easiest way I think is to get your double-unders better. Because a lot of people will just snag a lot of <laughs> yep. double-unders. If you get better at that skill, there's an easy win there because you can just just match your row and bike time and get off and just snag less. Yeah. You could also get your double-unders a bit more enduring. So your bounce is better, your rope speed is better, and the muscles that just help you move through double-unders just get more endurance. Yep. I think the row and the bike then it's largely around pacing. And just as important it is to be able to move for a long time, it's knowing what pace you can sustain for a long time. Yeah, Knowing your body. So every time I would do a rowing or bike workout, I'd be trying to take on data more yeah. than every, any other thing. There's data on your screen, there's your RPM or strokes per minute, there's your actual 500 meter splits, there's um, how your body feels, your damper settings. There's loads of things to get to know and the better you know yourself the better you can set yourself up here for optimal pace yeah so um i would say we know we've done recently a good bit of work on with the drag factor damper setting and we did that at different strokes per minute yeah so getting to know what your optimal damper setting matched with what strokes per minute you're comfortable sitting at is a really good place to start it'll help you cruise through that 1000 then wouldn't it yeah, if if your strokes per minute are slightly high or slightly low, it's going to hurt over the 1000 meters yeah. a bit more. So finding that, you know, and it, then you know you can go in. I know, I'll set my damper, I'll find my strokes per minute, and then it's an effort at that strokes per minute. It's a really uh, clear way of doing it. If you're not sure, that might be the the first thing to go after. Yeah. Once you have that, then you'll have the big number on the screen. This the 500 meter split. It's like what pace is my threshold pace for this distance? Yeah. What what's the number I can sit at without dropping off? And then similar for the bike.
1: Just finding a rhythm and working through it at a consistent pacing.
0: Yeah, because you know, sitting down on the rower t- uh, on this workout, knowing your numbers, it's there's such a, a confidence in that. Yeah. Whereas if you sit down for this one and you don't know your numbers, your goal should be by the time I get back to this benchmark I need to know my numbers. and every time it's a rowing workout you should be trying to take on information
1: and how would you say you haven't done it before then this benchmark and there's no score to improve how do you go about and attack it today how do you hit that 1000 metres how Uh, should you feel coming off the rower here's the question
0: yeah so I would say between 7 and 8 out of 10 tired and then coming off the bike you should be eight out of 10 tires. <laughs> so we were trying to keep a, a control over it. Um, you know that you're like, when you get off the bike, your legs are full of blood. So it's gonna make the double unders a bit harder. Yeah, But that will cycle out after a while. Like your blood will flow will normalize again. Yeah. Um, so I think you can afford to push the bike a bit more. That's what I would say, um, because I trust my double unders. If your double unders are, you think are gonna be the, the pinch point, You might want to back off on the bike slightly so that you get off them and feel good. But either way, um, you shouldn't be trying to sprint the row or sprint the bike. It's it's that somewhere between 70 80% max effort.